Oh, was I supposed to do it too? Oh, okay. So we good to start? Sure. All right. What's good, everybody? This is your boy Trey from the VA, and we're back at it again with another episode of the Session Podcast. This is episode 26, and this is the third episode of season two. So welcome back. Thank you for rocking with us. Uh, You might notice that uh, I started off the episode, and that's because Jay is on vacation. It's very important to take care of your mental health and spend time with your family. So... Because we wanted to continue with our schedule, we wanted to make sure we gave y'all an episode this week. So, um, as a stand-in for Jay this week, we're bringing back the lovely, the beautiful, the stunning Kia Moffitt once again, the host of the MoFo Truth. So, what's good, Kia? Welcome back to the Session Podcast. How you feeling today, baby? Y'all, that's the nicest he's ever been to me. Don't let him fool you. Don't believe. I've not. Lies. I've not heard such great things. Don't believe the from lies. from this young gentleman. I literally called you the other day just to let you know how much I appreciated you. He was like, <laughs> um, "Do my laundry," and I was like, "Sir, I'm not even close by." And he was like, "Do I look like I care?" And I was like, "Dang, you don't look like you care." And that's how the conversation went. Anyway. That's not what happened. But yeah, so we can back at it again once again. So thank you for rocking with us. Um, as always, make can, sure you follow us on the social media. What you say? We can back at it once again. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> we are back at it again since she wants to check me. But yeah, so um, how was your week, Kim? Like, tell me about your this past week. How what you do, what you didn't do, all that good stuff. My week was um, full of ups and downs of between like a bunch of drama with people and taking over things that I was in charge of to being choreographer of a music video that I didn't even know I was doing until a few hours before. So, I mean, it's been good and it's been testing, but overall good. And today I... Um, I started teaching my first class at Tulane. That was really cool because I was nervous. Um, But yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a good class. And I think that might be the things I've done. I thought I would have more free time after graduation. And that is yet to happen. Graduation? Did you graduate? Are you a class of 2021 grad? I am. I am a, a pandemic grad of Tulane University, and they asked me to come for the summer and teach, which is really cool and validating, because if they were just ready to get rid of me, they'd be like, okay, bye, but they wanted me to come back and teach, so um, I'm there, and yeah. Hey, applause, applause, applause. Oh, I want to snap, but yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. Snap. You gave me snaps. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the snaps. Hey. But what? How was your week? Ah, uh, yeah, my week. Uh, as y'all know, celebrated my birthday. Turned 28 this past Friday. So happy birthday! <laughs> thank you, thank you. I thank think you. I'm just, I'm just getting the, the note that this happened, y'all. I, I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. The happy truth. belated, Trey. <laughs> That's not the truth. That is not the truth. But yeah, so I'm celebrating my birthday this past weekend. So I um, got to really spend some time with friends on Friday. Uh, Jay kidnapped me, got me lit. Then Saturday, went to Bush Gardens with a couple of my other friends. And Sunday, went to the beach and started studying again because, you know, I'm back in school. Uh, finished Successfully Ooh. finished my first week of my doctoral program at Liberty University. Um, had a moment where I almost threw the computer out the window because... Uh, I was sitting down, I was like, ah, oh, finally finished all my assignments for the first week. Now I get to relax and pour myself a drink. No more than two minutes later, I get an email talking about my professor said, good work on the first week. Now next week we have a five to 10 page paper due. And I was just like, what the fuck? But it is what it is. Um, and then, you know, went back to work on Monday, contemplated calling out like I do every time. Uh, got into an argument with my part-time job manager, but that's neither here or there. Hopefully things will get tell, better. Tell me more. Base, uh, I, I don't want to do that just yet. Don't want to get fired. 
but uh yeah i mean once everything is you get unemployment if you get fired you had to be unemployed to get unemployment <laughs> i'm still employed. yeah but uh, okay all right but yeah I'm gonna go so again. i'll give y'all uh some more details after everything is situated but yeah so that's what's up but we do have another show for y'all. We got some good content to talk about. Um, just a reminder, y'all, next weekend, we're going to be live streaming Nasty Nate's title fight, June 4th. So just like we told y'all last week, uh, we're going to go ahead and make sure we pay for the fight and everything, and we're going to stream it live on Instagram. You can follow us on it, and that way you don't have to pay for it. So we get the streaming rights when we pay for it, according to Nate. So tune in. And then next week, we're going to bring him onto the pod so we can give him a chance to cut a promo and all that good stuff and just hype them up so you know we support those who support us so make sure you tune in not only next week but into the fight next week as well all right but the first thing on the docket this morning afternoon evening whatever it is evening yeah first thing on the docket um howard university renames the school of liberal arts after the late and great chadwick boseman that was announced earlier today um for the second week in a row you got a hampton grad talking about howard First, they hired Felicia Rashad, and now uh, they renamed the School of Liberal Arts after Chadwick Boseman. So that's really awesome. That's amazing. Um, it's very well deserving, uh, and it was a very good way to pay tribute to one of our great African American artists that have been a huge impact on our community. So uh, big ups to Howard University for uh, doing that. All right, so Kia, is there anything you want to say about the um, Chadwick Boseman uh, renaming of the School of Liberal Arts? You're such a weirdo, Trey. Um, I could just say it. Like, you don't have to, like... <laughs> anyway. Um, actually, it's really weird because the, the title says Howard University renames College of Fine Arts after alum, actor Chadwick Boseman. And yet... When I was looking through the article, it says, where is it, where is it? I think it says that there, it's just gonna be a building, which is not what the headlines are. Where is that? I don't wanna lie to y'all. Okay, the renaming unites Howard and Walt Disney Company's executive chairman, Bob Iger, I think that's how you pronounce it who will spearhead fundraising for the endowment named after bozeman as well as help raise money for the construction of a state state-of-the-art building on the campus the new building will house the chadwick a bozeman college oh it is college of fine arts the kathy hughes school of communication so it's the chadwick a bozeman college of fine arts comma the kathy hughes school of communication that is long um i think it's awesome. I mean, it's sad. I'm still, like, not over Chadwick Boseman passing away because it was so sudden and everything, and I really liked him. But um, that's a great tribute. Yeah, like, a great tribute, especially because he, he loved Howard. And, like, that that speaks volumes. And also, if I'm not mistaken, like, what is it? The School of Arts named Felicia Rashad, the... Like, the dean I don't know when she's word. over it the dean yeah. and so it's like I mean as much as it pains me to say but Howard is making like some great moves especially in the arts um, that's all I can right that's pretty awesome. <laughs> like, yeah that's pretty awesome the thing I'm looking forward to because like you said that is a very long name for a building so it's gonna be in the school but you know you know you know hbcu students they're gonna be like yeah I'm, we're going to wakanda like i feel like they're gonna call it something like that like they're gonna call that building everybody's wakanda gonna do the cross arms right it's like so um as much as it pains me respect to you howard uh yeah that's all i'm gonna say um y'all still not i know real. it's like i want to say more but i'm yeah. like uh you know it's it yeah so uh yeah, yeah. so moving on <laughs> Moving on, um, the world is reopening. Um, America's acting like COVID is over, and it's not, but um, 
the thing that we do have to kind of get used to is that we do have to find a new normal. We can't just keep doing everything virtual. So um, a lot of states, uh, including Virginia, have started dropping the mask mandate for people who are um, fully vaccinated. Um, so what are your, um, what, how are Louisiana doing things? Are y'all still have mask mandates or what? So for the longest, we were very like, okay, first, hi everyone, I'm Keita. I live in New, well, I live in the New Orleans area. So I live right outside of New Orleans, post Katrina. And the thing about it is since the um, pepperoni pizza, things have been like, New Orleans has a set of rules and then everywhere else in Louisiana has a set of rules. So, wow, some places in other parishes, which um, Louisiana has parishes and not counties, have lifted some mandates. New Orleans was very hardcore. And it's partially because, like, our black woman mayor. But lately, she's just been like, yeah. So I just got an email, um, like maybe while you were talking about the other thing, mm-hmm. that said that they're opening to like eighty percent capacity or something. Like they're they just keep doing more and more. Um, okay, so you can do two hundred and fifty indoors, five hundred outdoors, and it's just like okay. I've been wanting to go on vacation and stuff. I do, but I there was some things that happened during this time that I kind of was okay with, like um, getting food to go and not being too close to people. And I feel like people are so ready to go back to things that they're ignoring that people shouldn't be going to things. And so much so that they're burying when things are going badly like one of my friends works in a school and she's like no lots of kids are getting super sick from covid they're still getting it mm-hmm. but no one's reporting it because they want you to like think it's i guess it's still cool mm-hmm. but it's it's not cool and it's scary because they're just really not like you from from like how think about how the news was when covid first started right like you couldn't get away from here how many people died and all the stuff that was going on it was horrible and of course you know people don't want to hear that all the time but now it's like you hear nothing so it makes you think things are cool and airlines and cruises are coming back mm-hmm. and school is okay and homecoming and like i want to go to homecoming and i want to fly and i want to do this but i feel like we're I don't know. I feel like there's some movie where they're like, no, why are the people doing this? And then, like, mm-hmm. the bad part of the movie's gonna happen. And they're like, duh, why didn't they just do the thing right. at the beginning of the movie? I made the joke last week that America is like those people who have to take an antibiotic pill for seven days and then, like, I feel better at five days. Don't need to take these last two pills. And then it's gonna come back. Like, so, like, there's a lot of things. Um, uh, you have a disadvantage that I don't. We don't really face here in Virginia. Um, the biggest tourism spot we have in Virginia is uh, Virginia Beach, and uh, those areas are packed. But unlike where you are, that is a tourist hub, and like like I've seen pictures of people starting to go back down there and all that stuff. And then like the thing that's even crazier is that I feel like there should be something in place. I don't know what. But I feel like there should be something in place that shows that to prove that you've really been fully vaccinated because I personally have still been wearing my mask simply because I don't know what everybody else is doing. I know I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm wearing mine too. Yeah, I'm still wearing mine until at least 2022 because I don't trust it. And one thing I've also noticed, um, I've seen a few black people without their masks, but the people who mainly were quick to take the mask off were people who did not look like us, our melanated deficient uh, people. Um, And what I've noticed mm -hmm. is New Orleans is a place of like, even the white people got soul type thing Mm -hmm. for the most part. And like nothing here as far as masks have changed that much. Like everybody's still wearing them. 
Like the people who are wearing them are still wearing them, and the people who weren't still aren't. But now everybody can do what they want, and I think uh, I think just masks are gonna be a part of my like uh, wardrobe because I have not been sick. Right, me neither. I have not been sick in over a year. And it's partially because we unless you work for Newport News Public Schools because I did take a few sick days. Um, I have been sick if that's the case. But yeah, ever since I actually had COVID, I haven't been sick. So you're sick of me. No, I'm not. (laughs) If they ask, you say, "Oh, I'm sick of her." Um, (laughs) I'll take that. But um, like, I I think it helps in general with like the spreading of germs. And also, like, not be having to be around people, not having to be forced to go into work when you were sick. All that stuff. Having the option to do up. stuff virtually has also been amazing. Having the option to do. And, and we always had that option. Right. That's Just the thing. And, like, now there's certain things that don't need to be virtual. Like, I, like, like, I've seen people try to sing happy birthday over Zoom, and that wasn't pretty. I've, I've witnessed. Why are you talking about my family? No, I'm talking about Slide Force last year. <laughs> but nah, um, it's just, it's just, uh, it's some things that people like, they're having a virtual field day at my school. That's what. I'm like, I don't even understand how that's going to work. But yeah, it's just like. But here's something that did work. I took a coding class online and it was like, now I know how to code because I could take screenshots when I had trouble. I could access my teacher at any time, almost, you know, when she was available. And some stuff is just, some stuff is better online. And some stuff, some jobs can be open to people who can't necessarily leave their houses so easily. Like, um, handicapable people, um, people with like mental illnesses that don't allow them to come outside and stuff. Like, you can still do the same amount of work from your house. So, um, open it up. You heard me. Right. close it at the same time <laughs> open up the opportunities but close everything else right. but yeah and the thing that we could have been done with this if America would have just done what some of these other countries did last year that's the thing that really blows my mind but um continuing with well, why the, are you surprised America's gonna America but yeah America. so um keeping up with the same topic of COVID um Moderna Tuesday released a statement saying that their um, vaccine is effective and safe for the age group of 12 to 17. So upon getting the approval from the CDC and those other people that have to approve it, um, this will be the second vaccine that will be available to that age group. It will be joining Pfizer in that rank. So um, I have a question for you, Trey. mm -hmm. Are you going to let your child get it? Uh, I don't have a kid, but if I did have a kid Um, that was in that age group, I would. He, he does, y'all. I don't have a child. She, she, I found you, out after you, I was dating. Why are you spreading these lies on Al Gore's internet? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're doing it on Al Gore's internet, Beyonce's you internet. You showed me a picture of a child. From Google. I told you this. Oh, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> they're going to think we have the most dysfunctional relationship in the world. I know. They're, like, they're going to write in and say, like, Trey, I don't think you should be with that, that girl. I'd be like, she's Jay, so, like, this is... Jay, remember when I tell you? Jay, remember when I told you she beats me? See? Look, I do not beat him. (laughs) We're getting off topic. It's love taps. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Domestic abuse is not funny. And if you're in a domestic um, situation, please seek help. Okay. (laughs) Why are you laughing at that? That took a turn. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, um, where was I? Okay, cool. So Moderna will be joining Pfizer and being able to, uh, once approved, being able to be administered to teenagers. Um, Which one did you get? I got Moderna. Uh, Me too. Moderna, Moderna is the most effective, but the side effects are worse. But I was. I didn't have. I, mean, I was one of those lucky hurt. people that didn't have side effects. My um, arm was sore. That was it. Yeah, I, my arm was sore. But I was praying about it. Yeah, but, um, yeah so that's really good that um, 
um, this is really good because this is also going to speed up the process of getting everybody vaccinated. Um, I have a few students that are in that age group that have gotten their first shot from the Pfizer vaccine when it came out. They've been reacting pretty well. Um, a lot of more, a lot more people. It's starting to become more common that people are vaccinated opposed to where it was a few months ago, where it was like you were a celebrity if you were vaccinated. It was like, oh, you got the, the card. How, how did you do that? But like now, it's becoming more, um, more uh, normal. It's, which is a good thing because uh, it helps with the effects of um, trying to get the world reopened and kind of back to normal. Uh, because. Um, in Virginia, cases are at an all-time low. I think, like, at this time last year, we averaged, like, thousands of cases where now we're in, like, the low hundreds. Um, so um, we're trending uh, we're trending down, which is awesome. Um, shout out to Governor Northam for the handling of it because uh, he really did this the right way. So, yeah. Um, uh, can we, um, for editing purposes, we are pausing for a moment? Ray, can you look on the back of your microphone and put it on the um the second one, I guess? The one that looks like a butt, for lack of better words. No, not the, the other butt. Wait, wait, yours, wait. Turn it towards me. Okay, so you see the one not that it's like the third, the third butt. Okay, so talk now, like, without getting next to One, two, three. Come closer. Closer. One, two, three. Okay, so this is the omnidirectional mic, so it has to point at wherever your mouth is. If you, like, move anywhere away from it, your sound is affected, because the, um, you can't see the mic. Cause the sound is coming, it's getting whatever, it's not getting this stuff or this stuff. So when you moved, like, because it doesn't look like yours is even pointing towards you. It looks like it's sitting up. So when you move like a little back, it's like a very different sound. So right here? Yes. That's perfect. Keep talking. One, two, three, four. Move it up, like have it literally pointing to your mouth. One, two, three, four. Better, yeah. All right. Cool. That's way better. Um, but we can get this to pick up now. Editing, you can uh, start again. All right, can you make a note in the note? Can I make a note in the note? Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back to the session. Here we go. Pancakes for breakfast. Here we go. Anyway. Session with Trey and Jay. No one's from Texas. Hey, hey, hey. For editing purposes, uh, we're going to cut that too. But Jay, I'll leave it up to you if you want to keep it in there. But, Don't um, put yeah, it, Jay. So, uh, we're friends. <laughs> moving on. Uh, we got... Uh, Kia's favorite president, Donald J. Trump. Um, Trump you is in. You know what, Trey? I think we should see other people. <laughs> no, uh, Trump is in uh, deep shit um, once again. Uh, the prosecutors are that are, prosecutors are investigating Trump, and they're telling his uh, his um, headquarters to uh, they might want to uh, prepare a, a witness statement for a grand jury because um, although he dodged the. Uh, Although he dodged being impeached, like convicted at, um, with uh, an impeachment, he, that does not um, exempt him from being investigated by different states, different things like that. So um, at Manhattan prosecutors are pursuing a criminal case against the former president, um, his company, and his executives um, because of their involvement with different things, with how they've been spending their money and all that stuff. So like... All the stuff that we said was going to hit the fan after he got out of office is actually starting to happen. And this is not a good look for him because not only is this, like, wrong, on top of that, people are trying, the Republicans are so actively trying to bury 
the investigation into the insurrection on January 6th. So it's starting to just like, we already know that there's some shit that Trump is hiding, but it's really just making it look more obvious that he has some shit that he needs to hide. So, um, yeah, like it's just, it's, it's interesting. Um, if this would have happened to Obama, he would have already been like, you know, in jail. He probably would not have finished out his presidential term, but because a little something called uh, white privilege, he's allowed to just run around in his happy-go-lucky life doing this. So, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with my ex-boyfriend. I think that, yeah, because I was serious. Your face, though, when I said that. Because um, I was like, her ex, who's she talking about? Oh, she's talking to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I've learned not to even get too invested because every time I thought something was gonna, mm-hmm. this was the one, and he got away with it. Yeah. So like, I mean, I guess that's how I feel. I mean, I guess, and I'm glad something, but we'll see. But um, that 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 news broke a couple days ago. But this morning, um, which kind of sucks because it involves my uh, favorite football team. But something broke out that uh, Trump allegedly offered campaign money to drop the Spygate scandal against the Patriots back in 2008. For those what? who uh, the Patriots, oh my God, the Patriots did something shady. Oh no. Actually, no. This had nothing to do with. Uh, the Patriots. Um, so basically what happened, for those who are not familiar with the Spygate scandal, Spygate scandal was when the New England Patriots were under investigation for filming practices illegally and using that... Um, using you mean that, the other people's practices, right? Yeah, filming other people's practices okay. to give them an advantage, for lack of better words, against the uh, their opponents. And that particular OPP. year they beat the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. So, um, one thing that came about from that was uh, there was this guy who is from Pennsylvania, um, United States Senator Arlen Specter, um, launched an investigation because not only is he from Pennsylvania, he was a lifelong Philadelphia Eagles fan. And um, so he launched an investigation and everybody was trying to sweep it under the rug because it wouldn't make the, it wouldn't make the NFL as a whole look good. So um, what ended up happening, um, somebody's coming forth now that he has passed away. Some people are coming forth with some things that have happened. And one of the things that happened, there was an account of an, a businessman from Florida who invited, um, invited people over to talk about, hey, if I give you this money, this thing can go away, right? That businessman from Florida is none other than the former president, Donald Trump. And both both Trump's headquarters and um, the New England Patriots released statements saying that these are not true. Um, And then on top of that, uh, it's gone even further to say that like, Trump was saying that he was acting on behalf of Robert Kraft, which is the owner of the New England Patriots, and he has also said that these are all false accusations. So we're going to be following this story. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on this because I'm a not only a New England Patriot fan, but we want to keep you all informed. So stay tuned for more information on that. So uh, with that being said, we're going to go can ahead. I can, I just, can I just... You can just Sorry. do, yeah, you can just whatever. Okay. What is um Donald's attachment to Florida? Because, like, I don't before know. his like, presidency, he's from New York. I, I just knew him as New York. And then, like, but he's, like, very Florida. And I don't know. I think it has something to do because, like, Florida tries severing ties with him. I mean, New York tries severing ties with him. And like he's kind of like a laughing stock more than he already is. He's a laughing stock in New York, and so they didn't even want him coming back after uh, the presidency. So, uh, but I honestly don't know what his attachment is to the uh, to that state. Okay, you yeah. can continue. I just 
I just thought about it as you were saying it. Right. But with that, guys, we're going to cut into this break. So uh, we'll be back at you in a minute. All right. Peace. <laughs> I hope Jay keeps that. <laughs> I hope Jay keeps that. Like, are you starting to And we're back. This is Kia featuring Trey on the session. You heard me take over. Wow. Zam. You're never bringing us in ever again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. <laughs> Oh Trey, why? Why do you hate me? Why do you hate my culture? Don't Attention, everyone. Much. Trey hates black culture. Wow. Wow. You heard it first. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't know why she's attacking me with these fake accusations. But, yeah, we're back. Y'all heard it. I didn't even have to say anything. Like, what? Okay. But we're back, and uh, we're going to talk about a subject that's uh, near and dear to Kia's heart. Um... <laughs> Dang! No, like, and, uh, and when y'all hear what it is, y'all gonna be like, um, "Why is it near and dear?" His it's near and dear to both of us. But I know Kia, Kia, me and Kia have had a lot of discussions about this um, in our relationship. And um, I'm gonna kind of allow her to take the lead. That sounds worse with the special we're talking about. Wow! She's yeah. gonna take the lead Thank on you, Massa. Thank you. I I am I, I, honored that you're allowing me. Kia's going to take the lead on, on this the gender roles <laughs> conversation. <laughs> on the gender Jeez. roles and relationships conversation. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is Thank bad. Thank you to the man oh for God. allowing me to speak oh my God. on the podcast. If Jay was here, if Jay was here, he would have put, pass the ball. I'm open. Pass the ball. I'm open. Pass it. <laughs> so, Jay. <laughs> You can gladly insert that sound right here. I'm open, pass it! But yeah, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Greater Sex, for allowing me to speak on a subject on your on your podcast. I know I'm just a lowly woman, but I will try my best to form words into sentences. Okay, so I'm not gonna let him live that down for a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought about this when uh, I was on Twitter, as I do sometimes, and uh, I saw this this um, clip of Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, and it says, Dwayne Wade, I do not lead in my marriage with Gabrielle Union. So this is what it says, like not pushing play. And then someone was replying, it was a woman, and she said, y'all can do what y'all want, but I appreciate a man who knows how to lead. And I'm like, well, let me listen to this. So let us all listen to this. I'm going to play it now. Relationships, you know, we come in and we try to change people. We try to change them to the way that we want them to be. But I decided to start taking a different approach, you know, in this, in this relationship. I think early on I came in like, hey, you get two drink max. Uh, bop, 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 and she didn't respond well to that. No, and I did not. <laughs> it was reasons for that, too. That's, let me say that. Um, I have a good time. <laughs> Life of the party right here. It's not the man leads and a woman follows. That's not what we live in this house, you know, yeah. at all. So for me, I have a wife that works just as, not, not just as hard, harder than I. Um, and she had her own career. She had her own life before I came along. So from my, from my perspective, it was like, okay, how can I be a part of the growth and the evolution of who she is and not yeah. trying to change her or stunt, or stunt her growth or make her in, in the way that I see in relationships. Okay. Come in. So it didn't like keep going. It just cut off there, but I didn't see anything wrong with what he said. And I don't know if she just, the woman was replying to the headline, which is what a lot of us do, but yeah. And, but I was like, and then someone, of course, uh, Trey, you'll love this is, um, quoting first Corinthians eleven three. Um, and it's in the King James version says, but I would have, you know, that the head of every man is Christ and the head of a woman is the man. And the head of Christ is God. Um, someone else did another Bible verse. Oh, 1 Corinthians 11, 8, King James Version. 
for the man is not of the woman but the woman of the man which i think is like funny because uh i mean i know what i know but at the same time what man you know ain't from a woman yeah so like um it's funny when people try to use the bible um because uh the bible first there's a lot that goes into the bible being a person who is a minister, there is a lot that Woo. goes into the uh, Bible. And um, <clears throat> what I mean by that is you also have to be able to separate the cultural times from current times. There's certain things in the Bible that, for lack of better words, are outdated. <clears throat> for example, a woman's role in society. And... Um, Back in those times, women were more of a property thing, which is horrible to say, but they were more property than they were individuals. That's the truth. And um, people are talking about the Bible, but the Bible also says that in a relationship, people need to be equally yoked. So I don't understand how you're going to be equally yoked if one person leads, if we're both. What a yoke is, is an old farming tool that put two work animals together so they can work together to accomplish a common goal. So how are you going to be working together if one person's leading you? You don't see one of the ox in front of the other ox. They're standing right next to each other pulling. So um, being a man, um, I don't run my relationship. Um, Kia respects my opinion. I respect her opinion. But when it comes to decisions that we both have to make, we sit down together. We have a discussion and we make a uh, decision. Now, is the decision always going to be the uh, most favorable for one of the other parties? Not always. Sometimes I have to give some in order to achieve a goal. And sometimes Kia has to give some in order for us to achieve a goal. But the conversation still happens. So um, that's the reason why, like, as much as you hear me and, and Kia joke about, like, all this stuff, we really do have the most up, we have the utmost respect for each other. <laughs> I was going to um, say that. I was like, y'all, we're joking a lot, yeah, but, but it, it really is, like, we talk to each other about this stuff. Right. And um, one thing that we talked about this, because um, I really, Kia has opened my eyes to a lot of things because I, I fell into that category of ignorance because I just wasn't around it because, like, um, it's one of those things like how white people don't see how good they have it until they truly talk to a black person. It's kind of, and it's the same thing that can be said that men don't understand how good they have it until you actually talk to a woman. And there was a lot of things I was doing that had some, um, some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm not sure. It's a word that uh, I use it a lot, and I'm blanking on it right now. It's the one where it talks about like it, like men, um, like a superiority because you're a man is Misa uh, misogynist. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. So yeah, there was I had a lot of misogynistic tendencies, and Kia can um, uh, attest to this. And it wasn't that I was intentional; it was just that I was looking at it from the point of view of being a man. And um, ever since I started dating Kia, I've noticed. Um, some of the things that she pointed out. For example, there's this one time we went to a hotel. Kia was paying for the room. And um, the person automatically, automatically talked to me, even when she said, it's my card. They gave her card to me. And there's a few times at the restaurant, like restaurants where the same thing happened, where if Kia was paying, they would pass the bill to me. And like Kia would jokingly say, well, I guess you're paying. I was going to pay, but I guess you're paying since he passed you the thing. And it was just. I wasn't joking, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that is something that we need to get out of it, especially now, because you're seeing that the that women are the women's revolution is real. Um, look at the second most powerful person in the world right now. Kamala Harris, vice president of the United States of America, a woman of color. You have all these other people, and it's just like, we put down, we talk down to women all the time. When they experience, if we had to experience the things they had to experience, we would have been like, yeah, no. Like, if men had to be the ones that were in charge of giving birth to children, I think the human race would have died out hundreds of years ago. Um, and then um, even the fact that we, sometimes as men, um, when we get sick, we're the biggest babies in the world. Y'all are. But well, I won't generalize. Trey is. <laughs> so 
So, opposed no, to offending like, all the like men, she wants to specifically offend one man. Okay, yeah, cool. so what? But yeah, I know, so, you just said it yourself, man. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so, but every month a woman goes through a menstrual cycle. And the only time they don't go through a menstrual cycle is either after they they reach menopause or they're pregnant, which you have a whole nother set of problems that you'll deal with. So, um, I guess what, um, I guess the question I want to dive into is what are the true gender roles of a relationship? And what I mean by that is if a man isn't exactly expected to lead, what would you say in your opinion, is the perfect formula for a successful relationship of a, a standard uh, heterosexual relationship because um, I can't speak intelligently on like if gender roles apply to homosexual couples as well because I'm not a part of that community. But if there's any of our listeners that would love to come on and speak on that, you're more than welcome to join the session because this is an all-inclusive podcast. We don't discriminate. We don't judge. So we allow people from every background to come and speak their piece. So... Um, what do you think your, um, what do you think a health, what, what, in your opinion, what does a healthy relationship look like to you as far as it applies to gender roles, Kia? I, I, um, I sit with this because my first, the first question that pops in my head, and I often start answering questions with questions when I'm exploring it for myself, is why why did we decide like what what is decided that like if you're born and you're assigned a man that now you have this this like responsibility or if you're born and assigned female at birth you have this um, um I, I have this an answer to that actually go ahead um that ties back to biblical times as well um if you look at the creation um Shout out to March of Pirates. But if you look at the uh, creation, <laughs> if you look at the creation, um, Adam was first and Eve was created from Adam, which means that a man could twist that to be like, you came from me, so you're beneath me. So I own you because you're a part so, of me. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I hear you. I hear you. Here's the thing, though. Depending on what you read, that's not how it is. So there is, uh, I remember growing up, I always remember that I heard two different Bible stories. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that, um, you know, there was Garden of Eden and there was Adam and then there was a rib situation and then there was Eve. Then I heard another version and it was something to the effect of like, there was Adam and then God, like, there was, like, earth, gathered earth or something, and then there was Eve. And I didn't hear the second one as much, but it was a thing. So, uh, as I got older and I started researching for myself, there's um, the story of Lilith. And Lilith is supposed to be Adam's first wife. And I'm, I'm not, I don't have the story right in front of me. So I, I don't have all the deeds, but you can look it up. And what happened is that Lilith was like made the same way. I think it's Adam and, but Lilith had basically she, she had an opinion and <laughs> she, um, wanted to do things a certain way. And it was like, and Adam was like, I can't deal with it. Like I need a more for lack of a better word, submissive person. And then came Eve. So that thing of like women come from man is interesting. And then if like, I can't shake. I I am, I, I believe in God. I really do. I promise I do. God knows we're cool. We're best friends. But it, it I wonder why when woman would be created by man but then the script would just be flipped and now women have to create everyone else just something to think about anyway so back to the question (laughs) from the original thing of like these roles someone decided this it was not I don't feel like it was 
like God was like okay woman you're gonna be this or whatever because if that was the case that would still be the case I I think that for a relationship to truly work you have to work together and for different relationships that means different things like some people are like some women should take care of like they should stay at home and do this because that's what they want to do and that's where they shine or whatever and then it could reverse and some men do that and the woman goes and do it some relationships they both work and do things but I one thing like that Trey and I um it was like triggering for me can we pause because I keep getting calls and it's aggravating uh but in the in the edit please pause here mom still recording but I'm, I didn't stop the recording now what's up This is the most my family and people have called me when they could have texted me that has ever happened. Um, but one thing that that got to me once, and, and I know Trey didn't mean any harm when he said it. And that's the other thing too, is like recognizing when people say things and they're not saying it in malicious intent. Is he said, I can't wait till one day we live together. And when I come home from like working really hard at the school, and doing all this stuff that you'll have like dinner ready and like all this stuff and I'm like but I would be working too so it was like in him that automatically even though like I'm working also I would basically come home <laughs> in the time enough to have the food ready and I, which is nice like sometimes I, I could do that but I would also expect it sometimes too um but we we've had a few like and when I say like we've had a few it's not like we're like rawr men women man but like I remember one of the biggest ones was made made a name and taking on a last name of your husband and I'm not gonna speak for Trey because he's right here but basically I didn't know I still don't know whether I want to take my husband's last name and yes I come from a divorced family but my mom still has she's hyphenated her last name and she still has it and I've just heard the the hassle of going through all that stuff to change your name because I know like my last name is M-O-F-F-E-T-T and for some reason the people at the DMV decided that my last name was M-O-F-F-E-T and for like years I couldn't get people to spell my name right even though that was my name on my birth certificate and social security card because it was on my license so I just could imagine how hard it is to change all your stuff when you're married so um that was kind of my thing and to know that the tradition comes from like when women were property and you basically paid for her so now she was yours just like um in the same fashion as enslaved people and how we have these last names that we did not begin with but i'm not speaking for you and you can say your your side of that um you know. i think the most frustrating thing uh when it comes to I'm not going to say arguments because it's not an argument, but when it comes to discussions where me and Kia have differentiating uh, opinions, <clears throat> she always has her facts lined, like, lined up where I'm going off of this is just always the way it's been. So like uh, I literally, yes. the reason why we really, even to this day, that that still can be a potential sore spot because... First thing that you had to learn about Kia <clears throat> is just because Kia is bringing it up doesn't mean that she's not going to do it. She just wants to give you another way of looking at it. That's so, real. I might change my last name. I just wanted to see why right. it was so important to him. Because so, he was just like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Women love that. Right. So uh, it was just like, um, I really had no, um, no legitimate reason that I always say would not hold up in court if we went to court over this and um, after doing my own research on it um, I can see 
from the point of view of a person that doesn't want to because like my whole thing was I was like the reason why I want you to take on my name is because I have like my 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 family name holds a lot of power and like there's a lot of history there's a lot of all these other things that go with it she was like and my family doesn't and I was like um <laughs> I like to use my lifeline and phone a friend and uh so like <clears throat> Even though there are a lot of women out there, and there's nothing, and we're not saying that there's something wrong if you if a woman takes her husband's name. Um, but no, but I think it should be a choice. It right, it's a, like it, it should it is a choice. Um, but like, uh, in talking to people, there are people who really are like, like that's the highlight. Like, oh, I can't wait. Da 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 da. da. But then there are some people who really just want to hyphenate it and. Um, or not take it at all. Right. Or not take it at all where y'all just rock out with your own last names and then all that stuff. So, Or come up with a new one that both of you change. Because one of the things I told him too, I said, well, why don't we just change yours? And he's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, well, it's so easy for me to change mine. So what? what's the difference? I don't, I don't understand. But when you've grown up with something forever and it's just been there and you've never had to question it, that's a privilege that you have and i think it's hard for people who in other cases don't have a privilege to recognize that they have a privilege right. because black men like i must say y'all have it pretty hard but there is a privilege just to be being a man. man yeah and that's and that's what i was saying earlier in the episode where we were i was saying the thing that it's easy to overlook somebody else's struggle because you don't experience it but um yeah, we want to get hear from y'all. So what um what are some of y'all opinions? So um we're gonna open up something on the social media where y'all can give y'all feedback. If y'all want to share like your thoughts on like even something as simple as taking your spouse's last name, your thoughts why or why you wouldn't, anything like that, uh, just hit us up on our social media and we'll get you on the pod. Um, but yeah, uh oh my gosh, ever ever since Jay points out that anytime I transition, you I do say, say yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, like I, all I the hear time. it now. And it's, it's weird. But mm. you can say, yeah, you were about to do it again. Yeah. You're about to do it again. <laughs> you can just say, and now. Or you can say, speaking of French fries, like just. That's going to be, look, that's going to be one of the merches, one of the future merch. It's just going to be like uh, my little cartoon with a speech bubble. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On sale, $25. <laughs> but yeah. See? <laughs> okay. Uh,. We, we've been time. recently doing this thing where we've been talking about bingeable shows. Uh, last week we covered um, Invincible. So if you don't want any spoilers for that, I do not recommend you all listening to that episode, that part of the episode, until you complete the series. But this week, keeping up with the tune, the um, keeping up with um, bingeable shows, um, we're going to talk about Black Lightning and some of the stuff associated with Black Lightning. Being that I have not seen Black Lightning, I can't speak intelligently on it, but I'm not too pressed to watch it. So uh, I don't mind talking about I'm just not a bit, you know, I'm not I a mean, big how are you going to have me talk about a bingeable show and convince other people to watch it? But before I can even start talking about it, you're like, I'm not too pressed to watch it. No, but the reason why I say I'm not too pressed to watch it is I'm not worried about spoilers. So if I do go back and watch it, like, I'm not worried about spoilers. I'm not, so. I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. So, uh, I, so passing the mic to you so i i'm a fan of black lightning i was honestly like when it first came out i was like i need to watch this just straight off the fact that it was a black superhero like i'm gonna support you but um it was i already watched arrow the flash at the time i'm not sure if supergirl was on at the time but i was already into the cw shows and one of my um, Ebony Fire sisters who danced before me was on the show. So I had to support her too. So that was just like automatic. I needed to support the show. So Black Lightning uh, is, if I'm not mistaken, the first and only black superhero on television. And he's like blackity black and he has a blackity black family and the show is blackity black which like to the to the point of like they're playing these soulful songs and i'm like oh yeah i remember that song and there um there's a a villain tobias whale and he's played by um 
I don't even remember that man's name. He's like such a good actor. And he's albino. <laughs> and when he talks about Black Lightning, he's like, look at this old big lip electrified Negro. It's like, it's not, it feels like it's not supposed to be on the CW. It's so good. And it's entertaining. And it talks about things in black community that other shows, especially on the CW, don't address. So it, it went on for four seasons. The series finale came on Sunday or Monday because I always watch it a day late on the CW app. But you can catch the episodes on Netflix. And it was such a good show, especially season three. I, I it was just, but you have you need to watch it in order. And I honestly feel like the only reason it was canceled is because the CW felt like it was too many black people on the CW because the new bat woman is a black woman and a Hampton grad Hampton grad <laughs> and yeah you know we had to say that so I don't know what's going on but black lightning and then they were supposed to get a spinoff painkiller which if you watch you'll see where that comes from and and it's a, it would look like such a good show like everyone was excited for the spinoff and then it got canceled like the pilot aired and then it got canceled so people were disappointed but it was like a black family in in all their ways like it wasn't just it wasn't like they were like black panther is amazing but they're royalty and they're living in this place where they haven't been touched by colonism and um like like all that stuff but black lightning they're just in the regular world and they're dealing with the stuff we're dealing with from the cops uh messing with you because you walking down the street and they're intelligent like the wife is a doctor in like physics and black lightning is a, a principal of a school where he it's like people of color are doing well and he has these two daughters who are oozing like black girl power and magic one of them is uh, a proud lesbian and it's okay you know like all this stuff that you didn't see anywhere else and it was seeing black people in all at all ways they were heroes they were regular people they were villains it was it was refreshing and like you don't watch it and like look at all these black people but as a black person you're like I'm so happy these are all black people and then it's just canceled like it was just just canceled but I think if you have not caught it please go to Netflix binge it I'm sure season four is going to be on there like soon because the final episode went on it's it's great it might even encourage you to write to somebody and say y'all need to bring something back um but it's it's great it's black power it's like literally <laughs> but yeah uh that's what i got all right cool 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 so yeah check out that show um i've heard really good things about it i am gonna check it out when i do have time um but yeah time. yeah because we know we don't have that right but yeah uh I did it again. Um, you did. <laughs> we're going to have a but yeah con uh, counter for future episodes and see what happens. But yeah, uh, so, um, Kia, we typically end our every episode by shouting out a black-owned business. So, um, this week, uh, I would like to shout out uh, a company that uh, Kia put me on, actually, because of... Um, and it actually inspired me. This was actually the part of the gift that she got me for my birthday slash me getting to my doctoral program. But there's a company called Africa On My Back. And that company specializes in making book bags and messenger bags, but using kente cloth or kente patterns on it. Really stylish pieces, really good stuff. I can post a link and uh, pictures of a book bag that I got from Kia. Um, but yeah, they're a really dope company, black owned. Go check them out. Uh, you got one, Kia? Ooh, you should uh, shout out the dance studio. Oh, I could do that. Mm -hmm, because y'all just did a whole... You can explain what you just did with them, too. Okay, I'll do that. My black business is a local New Orleans business, but if you hire us, we'll come somewhere else. It's Passion Dance Center in Gentilly in New Orleans, and my friend Tamika Jett uh, owns it. She started it, like, right after college to help bring the 
Hollywood to the South. Basically, a lot of people come here and they think we are not as talented or that we're not as smart because we're in the South and we're not in New York or LA. So she wanted to build dancers who could compete with the best of them and have that professionalism, know what they're getting into, get their money, you know, when they go on gigs, not be bamboozled. And so far she's doing like a great job. Our dancers have been in um, like Drake, uh, that Kiki Do You Love Me? And it was in the uh, streetcar. That was one of our uh, dancers. Um, one is in Lady Gaga's video and Kesha and like all kinds of stuff. But uh, we, my sister and I, and uh, another guy, Kale, we coach a dance team called the Golden Hearts Dance Crew with a K. And it's young girls from like seventh or eighth grade to their senior year when they graduate. And they learn all different kinds of dance, especially like majorette style dance. And they perform at many different things. And what I just did with them was shoot a video because basically they're They've had like a year taken away from them of doing like parade seasons was like our big thing. There was no Mardi Gras, certain things. So we, I decided to do a, a music video with them to, because it was fun for me, but also to teach them a little about HBCU culture and a lot of people who go to predominantly white institutions. And I went to one for high school. HBCUs are discouraged, like they're less than. And I wanted to show them, I mean, yeah, we're dancing, but also through the dancing, they had to learn about these schools that uh, historically black colleges are great. Like there's a place for them and there's a place for you at them. So I was teaching them different, you know, things for the video, but through it, they started looking things up. They started looking at Hampton. They started looking at Jackson State Southern, different schools to research for themselves. And... We just did a video and I dropped it on my Instagram at KDMofo if you want to go see that. And it's getting a lot of hits. I'm like really proud of them. They're proud of themselves because they look really good. And like I said, they haven't been able to do anything. So this was like a bonding experience. It, it helped get all of us closer. And then I was able to shout out our one senior who is graduating through this and give her her own solo to a song that Trey arranged that Hampton played. And her mom and every, her mom wasn't even my Instagram friend. And she came and said something because she was just moved. You know, like it's, it's just like you always got to give back. So, yeah. So support Passion Dance Center. Um, Tamika, the owner, uh, is also choreographer for the artist Big Frida. So she gives these like parties, these uh, girls trips. She was in the movies, girl trip. So she gives these girls trip parties. So if you're coming to New Orleans for like a bachelorette party or just a good time, you can book a girls trip party and she'll teach you how to twerk. So yeah, come, come release your wiggle. Come release your wiggle. That sounds very inappropriate. That sounds like something you should not be able to do within 10 miles of a school. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I feel like if I were to say it in the classroom, release my wiggle, people would be like, Mr. Rawls. I mean. Chris Hansen will come into my classroom. Take a seat. (laughs) Come sit down. (laughs) But I want to say something. I want to, you were talking about the book bag from Africa on my back. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I got that for Trey because he, he got into his PhD program. Are you about to tell what I think you're going to tell? I don't know. What do you, what do you about think? About how I forgot to tell you it got here. <laughs> no, I wasn't oh, about to okay. say that. But he did forget to tell me it came. He brought that up, though, not me. I was going to say that uh, I got him the book bag. One, you know, for the culture. But also because I'm proud of him for chasing his dream. And I wanted to show support and I'm not close by so it's like how do I show that like yeah school yay so a backpack you know to have your books and it's also cool looking backpack and just want to say for everyone because they hear us fake arguing on this show but I'm really proud of you and yeah love you love y'all and yeah but but congratulations again you know i keep saying it but you deserve it like you need to know that that's awesome and you're gonna do great and i'm here for you (laughs) 
But with that being said, y'all. Um, he wanted to say, but yeah. With that being said, <laughs> uh, we're going to call it. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, before we go, because I was not aware this happened until it popped up on my phone. Uh, prayers go out to, uh, where is it, San Juan? Uh, San Jose, California. There was a mass shooting out there. Uh, eight Whoa. people were killed. Um, so my prayers go out to the people out there. Um, that's it's horrible that that happened. But um, I'll be, I'll be. I hate to end the pod that way, but I'll be. I would, I would. It wouldn't be right if I didn't make acknowledgement to that. So my prayers go out to the friends and family of the victims. Um, but um. Let's see, what's something I can say? Oh, yeah, NBA recap. Just for those, uh, you know, me and Jay been talking about the brackets. So just giving you a, a, just a quick recap before we wrap up the episode. Let me pull it up. As of recording, the series are as follows. Uh, the Nick, uh, the uh, Hawks lead the Knicks in the series 1-0. Game 2 is going on right now. It's halftime. Hawks are up 57-44. Uh, we got... The uh, Philadelphia 76ers leading in their series 1-0 against the Wizards. And at, and then the fourth quarter, 11 minutes left, we got 95-81. to 81. Um, My Heat are getting handled by the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Uh, there are 0-2 wow. in the series against the Bucks. The Bucks are up in that series. Uh, we have the Grizzlies and the Jazz. The Jazz are, excuse me, the Grizzlies are up in that series 1-0. And let me just make sure I'm giving all of them. Uh, the Mavericks and the Clippers. Uh, Dallas leads that series 2-0. Uh, we have the LA Lakers and the Suns, who tied up the series with their win last night, 109-102. The Celtics and the Nets are um, the Celtics are down to 0-2 uh, in the series, and the Nets are leading that series. Um, the Nuggets and the Trailblazers tied at 1-1 one one apiece. So I think I covered all of them. Yep, that's all. That's it. So that's what's going on with the brackets. Uh, we're gonna keep you up to date with that. Um, hopefully, my heat can turn it around and do better. But yeah. So uh, with that being said, as always, uh, make sure you follow us on our, both the Twitter and the Instagram. Share the pod with friends and families. Just quick reminders: next week will be the episode with Nate pushing his fight. And then we are less than a month away from our trip to the Dominican Republic, and we're going to be bringing you some content from down there. We will be doing lots a live of twerking. <laughs> we will be doing a live pod. Uh, Kia will be on that trip with us because it wouldn't be a couple's trip without her. So, uh, or, or would it be? There's something you need to tell. Me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, tune in for that. Got a lot of big things coming your way. Um, Jay, we miss you, bro. Hope you're enjoying your time with your family, man, and. Uh, Looking forward to having you back soon. But with all that being said, uh, peace and chicken grease. You got anything you want to say, Kia? Oh, push your pod. Push your pod. Push your pod. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say peace and blessings. Also, I'm starting my pod up again, I promise. Um, Mofo Truth. I was busy with school. School was like, we don't care about a personal pan pizza. We're going to have school real hard. So I'm going back trey will be on it one day maybe we'll see and uh it's called the mofo truth is on any pretty much any platform you can find podcasts spotify apple and it's on soundcloud you can follow at um mofo underscore truth but it just come at uh at kd mofo and you'll see everything and you'll see that video and you can like it and let me know that you're coming from the session and I can be like, hey, I'm Kia. Nice to meet you. But peace and blessings. Thanks for supporting Jay and Trey and Kay now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace and chicken grease. Until next time. Peace. Pizza.